Hey there, welcome to the Life Organized Podcast, where you can learn how to organize your life so you can focus on the things that matter most. I'm your host, Jenny Layton, and today you are listening to episode number 25, When the Day Starts Off on the Wrong Foot. You know what I love so much? I love those mornings when the alarm goes off and I wake up and I feel amazing. I've had great sleep. I have good energy. I want to work out and my kids wake up and they're in a good mood. They get themselves ready for school. They're on time. I'm getting things done. I don't have any weird curveball appointments the beginning of the day that are throwing my day off. I just love good mornings like that. And I bet you do too. And I bet you're like me and you don't like these kind of mornings. The kind of mornings when the alarm goes off and it feels way too early because you haven't gotten enough sleep. So you're tired and you debate, do I get up now? Do I try to have a little more sleep? When am I going to fit in a workout? Or my day is going to start off late. And then the kids follow suit. They're kind of grumpy. They're not getting ready for school really well. They don't get out the door. Maybe they miss their ride. Maybe you're like me and you deliberate. Do I drive them? Am I just enabling them? Do I make them walk? Is it safe? This whole thing that happens in my head. And then just the things are not getting done as easily. Maybe there's some extra things to do. Maybe it's a really busy day. The whole day's just gotten off on the wrong foot. I hate those kinds of mornings. And you know what I hate so much about that? is that it doesn't tend to just be contained in the morning. Have you noticed that? It just the whole day just starts to get the wrong flavor. It's really easy to start saying, this is just a bad day. And it all starts with that bad morning. I don't like that. I don't like the way I feel reactive instead of proactive. I don't like feeling like I'm doomed to a bad day. It just doesn't feel like a very organized life when I let one domino kind of knock down the whole rest of the day and determine what the rest of my day is going to be like. I don't think that feels like living a very organized life. I feel like there's something we can do about that. And so I really focus on that with my clients, with myself. And today, what I want to talk about is what we can do when the day starts off on the wrong foot, because I don't think a morning that's a little off has the power to really determine what the rest of the day is like, especially when you can look at it in a certain way. All right, does this feel like a good conversation to have? Do you feel like you could use this a little bit on days that aren't going well? Okay, let's talk about the way that we can face this. So I love a quote that I came across by Serena Williams, you know, the world-famous tennis player, best female tennis player to ever play the game. She said, if plan A isn't working, I have plan B, plan C, and even plan D. I love that. And one of the things I love about that is that I've kind of been saying the same thing myself for a long time. Me and Serena, we've got something figured out here. So I don't say it exactly like that. I don't necessarily say plan A, plan B, plan C. But what I do call it is we have an A day or a B day or even a C day. Okay, so let's talk about what exactly that means. When we take the time to organize our life with some routines, such as what I teach in the Get Organized Boot Camp, we're setting ourselves up for success. We avoid a lot of the circumstances that create bad days. We learn how to get to bed early enough that we are getting enough sleep. We assess what needs to be done regularly and create routines to get those things done like clockwork. We dial in to our personal energy rhythms and family circumstances so we can design 
customized routines that will really work for us. And man, when we unleash this beast, it is so good. It is amazing how much better our life runs. We dodge all those downfalls that seem to get the best of us. We can set ourselves up for success. We can feel more control in our lives. And we begin to notice some predictability in what comes our way so we can manage it better. All right. My clients love this. The students of Boot Camp Life Organized, they love this. This is a really good moment because we think we have it all figured out. But I'm really quick to prepare them for reality. So what I've done is I teach them how to create a good day when it's an A day. An A day is what I described right at the beginning of this episode. You feel good. The kids are in a good mood. Everything's going your way. No weird curveballs knocking you off your groove. I am doing my clients and students a disservice to imply that they should expect it to go that way every day. Because there will be days that look like the second kind of day that I described in this episode. You don't get enough sleep. Your kids are rotten. Someone stays home sick. A pipe breaks. Who knows? Plenty of ways things can go wrong. And so I have to prepare them for those kind of days. How can we prevent that landslide into a bad day when something goes wrong in the morning? How can we regroup? How can we pivot and migrate back to the energy of a good day so that our negative attitude and those defeated choices don't keep contributing to a bad morning that lasts all day long. Well, it's like Serena suggested. It's all in having a plan. We need plan B, plan C, and so on. And I've been thrilled to see how easily my clients and students can be successful with that backup plan when I give them a name for it. And it's what I just suggested earlier. It's what we call a B day. We have A days. And then we have our B-Day. So this is how a B-Day works. When the first curveball hits, you're tired, someone's sick, something spills, whatever it is, you just shift gears. You don't expect to keep running at the same pace. You make some space for what's happening. If you're not feeling well, the child needs some extra attention, you have to clean something up, you have to interrupt the normal schedule for an appointment, it's okay. It's no problem. We just make adjustments. It's still a great day. Things have just gotten a little interesting. We're just going to be a little creative. We still have a game plan for this whole thing. All right. It's kind of like we're learning how to be just more agile. It just means that whatever we couldn't get to go the way we normally would is just automatically going to shift back a little bit in our day. All right. Maybe that's the quick home pickup that we usually do right after breakfast it gets backed up until right after the appointment, okay? And if you're just joining the Life Organized podcast, quick explanation, that quick pickup is something we call home base. It's the best routine I can give you. I talk all about it in episode number two, total game changer. So you'll wanna go check that out. All right, so again, if home base doesn't get to get done right when you want it to, it's okay. We're just gonna slide it back into the next available space. Okay, if you like to work out and you didn't get that fit in before the kids went to school, it's no problem. We're just going to bump it back to when the kids leave for school or whenever it's going to fit into your life, like when the baby goes down for the nap or maybe when you have your lunch break. Or if you're tired because you were up all night with kids or a baby 
Or if you're in the stage I'm in right now and you have teenagers that don't like to go to bed and you're up late talking to them, that's okay. You just solve for that. Do you need a little nap? Do you need to scale back your expectations for the day? So that's just what we do. And I know this sounds really intuitive, really common sense, but the problem is, is we get going so fast and we expect everything to keep going the way that it's supposed to go on an A day. We keep pushing for that. We don't make adjustments for what's happening. Then things really start to come off the tracks. And then we start to doubt that we're able to be in control of the day. And, And the more we resist that, the more it becomes a bad day. So it's all about making that shift and that adjustment and allowing space for what's happening. Okay, when we do this, do you notice what's missing in this approach? It's all the drama. It doesn't have to become this emotional situation where we feel out of control or now it's a bad day, nothing else is going right, we're throwing in the towel, we're just giving in. No, we don't do that. That's not what an organized life is because then we're surrendering control. Again, we're becoming reactive. We're abandoning our plans for the whole day. We're not creating, we're reacting. Okay, so it's plan B that Serena was talking about. We just call it, it's a B day or it's a B morning. Okay, this also reminds me of one of my favorite comedians. All right, I know I'm not funny. I've tried. (laughs) So it's so funny when I'm speaking sometimes, I'll say something that I think is funny and it's just crickets. And so disappointing because I thought it was a really good line. And then other times I'll be speaking and people will start laughing and I'll think, I don't even know what I just said. I wasn't even trying to be funny. And so in trying to tell you what a comedian said, I'm just warning you, you probably should just go Google it on YouTube because I'm not going to be able to make it funny, but I'll tell you what it is and you can go have a good laugh. But there's a point to this whole thing. It fits into what I'm explaining about A day and B day. Okay. So Brian Regan is one of my favorite comedians And he talks about playing uh, softball or Little League baseball, I think. And he talks about all he really cares about is that he gets free snow cones. And he said, I love cherry, but I love grape. And they're both favorites. So it doesn't matter. Either one's good. If they have both, I pick grape because that's a little more favorite. But if they don't have grape, it's like, it's okay because cherry's my favorite anyway, you know? Anyway, go look that up if you want to laugh at it. (laughs) But if you just want the deep meaning from it, I can deliver that. The deep meaning from that is an A day and a B day, they're both favorites. It's both fine. Like an A day is a little more favorite, but a B day is great because you still have that sense of control that you need. You just slide things back. You just make that little adjustment and then you carry on. And it's a great day. It's a great strategy when the day gets off on the wrong foot. B-Day is just a quick recovery, a quick pivot, and we're back on track. But we're not done with this conversation yet. I can hear you saying right now, well, what if you had a really busy day? What if you don't have the space to bump things back? What if you really needed to have everything go just right? And then Serena would say, well, you have a plan C. I call it a C-Day. And a C day is when you don't have the luxury of bumping everything back because there just isn't the wiggle room. No time to fit in that missed workout. No time to do home base the way you want to. No time for the nap, even though you're really tired. And you know what? That's not a problem either. This is when we need to remember done is better than perfect. 
Okay, we've got a whole episode devoted to that. I think it's episode number eight. I'll check. We'll reference it in the show notes. That's a really good one if you haven't listened to that. Got to let go of perfectionism. All right, but we're going to give ourselves permission to do a tiny version of whatever it was we just missed. Okay, there are days that I can't do my regular workout. Sometimes I work out 20 to 30 minutes. Sometimes it's up to 60 minutes. But to stay consistent and give myself what I can on a C day, when for whatever reason I've missed my time slot and I can't do it, I just satisfy myself with doing some jumping jacks instead. I might not get to the whole home base on a C day before I run out the door on a busy day, but I take a couple minutes to just gather up the dishes on the island and put them into the sink so I can walk in the door later to a clear counter, right? Dishwasher's not unloaded. Everything's not picked up, but I give myself just a tiny version of what it was that I knew I needed to have a good day. And then I tell myself done's better than perfect and I satisfy myself with this. Do you see how this helps me still be able to have some predictability, the sense of control over my day? Okay, another example. I may not have time to make my bed with all the throw pillows and the blankets and all the things that I like to do, but on a really fast day, I at least pull up the sheets because when I walk into my bedroom, I want to see that I've still been able to be on top of things. It's a different version of a day, but I haven't given up. All right, I think there's another example that's really good too because I run into this. Sometimes I'm really worn down and I might need a nap, but that's out of the question. But I've found that if I can give myself a minute or two to close my eyes, deep breathe, just regroup a little bit, I can get a little intention for the day. And I'm doing a lot better than I would have if I just kept going or been grumpy about not being able to get a nap. And then I just call it a C day and it's fine. Maybe not as favorite as an A day or a B day, but a C day is great too because I still am not landsliding into a day that is just miserable, that I then start to become miserable and treat other people that way. Does that make sense? All right. I really like one of the ways that One of my favorite podcasters describes what I call a sea day. She has a different name for it. But in the Brooke Snow podcast, Brooke says we need to have a floor version of our different routines that are important to us. So what I call an A day, Brooke calls the ceiling. So this is how she describes it. She said, if you can kind of have a grand vision of what you want a certain routine to look like, and that's as good as it gets, that's what she calls the ceiling but you'd better be prepared for the floor version of that routine. In other words, have a 30, 60 second version of that ceiling routine already in mind. So you can pull that out of your back pocket when you need it. And I really like that metaphor because as she says, there's a lot of steps in between the floor and the ceiling. Sometimes you have time for the third step or the eighth step version. And sometimes you get all the way to the ceiling, but you have your plan A, your plan B, plan C, plan D ready. So that when outside circumstances limit what you can do, you still have a grip on those things that you know will make it a good day. I call it an A day, a B day, a C day, and there's a whole lot of letters where we can just keep going if we need to, if the day keeps getting crazier. And what I love about this is that it's all okay. There's no spiraling, no getting out of control, no giving up, just a pivot into a different version of a good day. So the next time things start to get off on the wrong foot, hold on, back up. The show's not over yet. Just make it 
a B day, bump things back a little bit and regroup. Or if the day was really crazy and there's no wiggle room, it's no problem. Just shorten up what needs to be done. Call it a C day and move it on with your day. If the curveballs just keep coming, and sometimes they do, shift into D-Day, take care of whatever needs attention, and then put it all behind you so you can focus on the rest of your day because that's what we're trying to get to is we're going to get caught up and then be able to take fresh focus on what's coming, all right? A, B days, B days, C days, they're all favorites, all right? Just like grape and cherry snow cones, like Brian Regan said, because they all give you the opportunity to have a good day. Okay, do you think this is going to help you next time you wake up a little late or the kids are missing their rides or something spills or breaks? I hope so. Thanks for spending time with me today. Please give this a try. Let me know on Instagram, JL the Happy Gal. Let me know how this is working for you. I'd love to hear any feedback, um, give you some thoughts. So thanks for hanging out with me today. And just remember when you feel overwhelmed or frustrated or dissatisfied with life, happy gal way is your key to help you organize your life so you can make space to focus on what matters most. All right, we'll talk to you next time. Bye.